Sunday morning, you're listening to Twyla Southall and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio, here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire, to inform, and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer. Access previous podcasts of this broadcast, or you can even now access and download this podcast in iTunes. There is also information to follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, or even sponsor this show. Visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We would love to hear from you. Given the very sad and horrific events that just occurred this past weekend, I wanted to take this time to lift up a prayer for the state of America, for the first responders, for the men, the black men all over this nation, for all of the people of God that are frustrated and wondering what shall we do? What can we do? What should we be doing at this point in time? I believe as I was looking at the events unfolding over uh, Thursday and Friday, it feels like the, the uh, people of God and the people in America, the black men, the first responders, this really is not about black men only. It's not even about the police only. The people of God are under siege. This is a state of emergency. And when you look up the word siege, it talks about a military operation in which enemy forces surround a town or building, cutting off essential supplies with the goal or the aim of compelling the surrender of those inside. This is a spiritual siege, a spiritual attack, a supernatural coup by the devil to try to demoralize, to defeat, to steal, to kill, and to destroy the very life, the bloodline of a people that should be serving their God, that should know the power in the name of the Lord. And we want to combat this supernaturally because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. This is not a natural battle. It looks natural. You turn on the TV and young black men are being gunned down. It looks natural. You turn on the TV and in response, there's vengeance going out, shooting police officers. It looks natural. Democrats are decrying a uh, gun control. Republicans are decrying liberty. It looks natural. But if those who are called by the name of the Lord would look supernaturally in the spirit of God, if if you would look with the eyes of discernment and see through the eyes of faith, you would know immediately this is not a natural battle. The answer is not another march on Washington. The answer is not another protest in Washington, D.C. The answer is a supernatural response because the battle is a supernatural war. And we need to start confronting this thing in the spirit, taking the authority, walking in the dominion 
dominion that the God of our faith has given to those who believe in him and who walk up right before him. If you are bringing a gun to this battle, you have already lost. If you are bringing a bat to this battle, you have already been defeated. The enemy has already done in you what he has sought out to achieve. And that is to throw you off course to get you fighting a natural war when this is a supernatural battle. We are under siege. This is a state of emergency. And the only response that will matter is not another speech given by the president, not another address given by the governor, not another response by the chief of police. But the response that will matter is if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn Turn from your wicked ways, then God will hear, hear from heaven and God will heal the land. The answer will take a God in heaven to look down upon a people that have humbled themselves, that have sought his face, that have turned from their wicked ways and decided to seek him in prayer. And he, in response, the faithful God that he is, will do what he has promised to do. Either you believe that he is God and all power is in his hand, or you you don't believe that he is God at all. And if all power is in his hand, then this is the time that we need that God from glory to rise up on our behalf to fight a foe that we cannot defeat, to destroy the enemy that has come to us with unseen battle weaponry that is fighting a supernatural war. We need a supernatural God with power from on high to destroy an enemy that is started from within. He has placed anger and vengeance and hatred and bigotry in the heart of men. And it is manifesting itself in war and riots and killings. These killings are not accidental. A man being stopped for a taillight being out and winding up dead, slumped over in his car in front of the young child and girlfriend sitting in the car. That is not an accident. A man who will be confronted by a police officer because you're selling CDs are selling cigarettes on the street and you wind up dead. That is not an accident. This is a supernatural war and your battle, your enemy is not the police officers that wear the uniform in blue. There may be some that are used by the enemy to make it look like they are your enemy. The black man is not the enemy of the police and the police are not the enemy of the black man, but the enemy of both the police and the black man is an unseen force named Satan who has emissaries in the supernatural that impact the hearts of men to fight and to instill hatred and bigotry going on in the hearts of men. When the heart of men are wicked, all kinds of evil proceed in their deeds and action. We need to humble ourselves and pray. You say, well, they are, they are fighting with batons and bullets. How can we think prayer is the answer? If that is your question, then you don't understand the power in prayer. We are praying to a God who has promised to hear before the prayers go up to respond before we finish speaking. 
praying to a God that has all power in his hand that can hold time still, set the sun and the moon in their course, the one that created the heavens and the earth, the one that can back up the Red Sea, the one that can steal the mouths of lions and take the fire out of the flame, the one who can get in the battle with you, destroy the hand of the devil. We are praying to a God that has all power in his hand. And if you don't believe that in the God that you pray for, you are already defeated because they that come to God must first believe that he is and that he is a rewarder to them who diligently seek him. If you don't have faith in the God that you pray to, the prayers that you pray will not come to pass. But I believe in an unseen power I believe in an almighty God. I believe in the power of prayer and I pray to a God whose name is Jesus. Make no mistake about it. We pray to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. We pray in the name of the Son of God. His name is Jesus. He said, whatever you ask of the Father, pray it in my name and he will reward you. But you must pray in faith, believing that he hears your petition and you are praying according to his will. As we lift these prayers to God, may we pray in faith, believing, not wavering in any point, not wondering if God will hear us, not hoping if God will hear us, but knowing that God in heaven hears our petition and he will respond because he is a faithful God who guards his word to perform it. We come to him in his, the name of his precious son, believing to see the goodness of God manifested in the land of the living. Our responsibility to the God in heaven is to fulfill our part that he might fulfill his conditional promise in our life. The promise in second current Chronicles seven and 14 is a conditional promise, meaning you have to do something for God to fulfill his part. The part you have to do is humble yourself. The part you have to do is seek his face. The part you have to do is turn from your wicked ways. The part you have to do is pray. And if you will do your part, he is faithful that has promised and he will do his part. He will hear your prayer from heaven. He will heal the land. He will turn the circumstance around. God in heaven will destroy your enemy. He can send the ambushments in the camps of the enemy while they're plotting and planning. God will up disrupt and uproot the plans of the wicked, the gallows they are preparing to hang your neck in. He will turn the plan around and their own necks will hang in the gallows. God in heaven is the answer to a world that is under siege. The God in heaven is the answer as we are in a state of emergency. And I implore you to seek his face, to call upon his name, to turn from your wicked ways and to humble yourselves in prayer. And God will hear and God will heal and God will deliver. In first Timothy two verses one through three, the Bible says, I exhort you therefore that first of all, supplication, prayer, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in 
the sight of God, our savior. We will pray for those in authority. And Proverbs 29 and two says, when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. And we will pray that God give us righteous people in authority. The quote has been said that the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. I want to change that just a tad. The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for the people of God to not pray, to do nothing, not just good men, because the truth is none are good, none are righteous. But if the people of God who are called by his name, who have the power of God bottled up in them, if you sit down and do nothing, if you complain and murmur, if you do not respond according to the scripture, evil will continue to triumph. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. And the only thing we're getting right now is dead. And we need to get a different response than what we've been getting. Our emotions would have us to believe and the enemy would have us to believe that prayer is not the answer, that prayer is not what you should do right now, that there is something else you should be doing, taking up arms or marching in a protest. But I'm going to tell you that you need to be obedient to the word of God. He said that if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from your wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and I will heal the land. I will heal it of racism, bigotry, hatred and fear. I will heal it of doubt and rebellion and confusion and anger. I will heal the land of all that ails it. And where the enemy would try to make you believe that prayer is not the key, that is a voice that you need not heed. Because if you know the God that you pray to and the power that you have in prayer, you would know that the first, the second, the final response that you would have is prayer. Prayer is the most you can do. If my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray, we need to pray. Prayer will fix it every time. Would you pray? That is what you should do. Prayer will fix it for you. And that is what we are going to do. We are going to pray for our nation, pray for our leaders, pray for our first responders, pray for our boys, pray for our husbands, pray for our nephews, pray for our spiritual leaders, pray for those in authority. We will pray and we will call down the power from heaven by Bind up the forces of the enemy. We will pray. That is what we should do. Listen, and before you give up, it's not the time. 
there, we'll fix it for you. You've got to humble yourself. You've got to seek his face. You've got to pray in faith. And when you do, the God of heaven will come and see about us. Dear God, we thank you for this day, for this privilege, for this honor to come into the very presence of our God, to seek your face. Thank you that you have rent the veil in two, that you have opened up the way, given us access and bid us come, come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain help and find mercy in time of need and so we come today as a nation under siege as a people in a state of emergency we seek the help of the almighty God we seek the intervention of the hand of the Lord we seek your protection we seek your provision would you dear God be merciful unto us forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness forgive us for having cast your word behind our back forgive us for having ridiculed and mocked the truth of the living God, forgive us for having sat in the seat of the scornful and walked in the way of the sinner. Forgive us for having said that there is no worth in praying and no value or worth in serving God. Forgive us for having neglected your truth and walked away from your word. Forgive us, dear God, for having sought help in other sources other than the name of the Lord when you are our hope and our help and our God. Forgive us, dear God, for having unbelief and fear. Forgive us for having doubted your truth and wondered at your faithfulness. Forgive us, dear God, for having questioned, Father, the promises that you have given unto us. Forgive us, dear God, and wash us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. This morning, we lift up before you the nation of America, a nation in a state of emergency, a nation under siege by the power of the enemy, a nation, dear God, who needs the Lord, a nation who once knew you and served you and acknowledged you, a nation who once honored you, Father, a nation whom we called you Lord and named you our God. And now, dear God, we have cast you aside. We have become offended at your name. Would you forgive us? Give us righteous men and women in leadership, in authority, Father, that will fear your name, that will call upon your name in times of crisis that will not seek to pass new laws, but that will call upon the name of the Lord, a people, Father, that knows the power of prayer. Give us men and women in authority that if they themselves don't know you in the free pardon of their sin, that they will call upon the people of God, the prophets of God, and seek and inquire at the hand of the people of God to say, what must we do? What shall we do? Would you forgive us as a nation for having elected and selected men and women who were pleasing to the flesh, but we did not seek the power of God in prayer to say who is on the Lord's side and whom would you have me to choose? Would you forgive us, dear God? We seek to know who is the one that you have anointed, who is the one that you have appointed, who is the one that you have selected, who is the one for whom the oil will flow from the vial of the prophet of God, who is the one who is a man or a woman after your own heart? Dear God, would you forgive us for having walked in the flesh and not in the spirit of the living God. We lift up every uh, elected and appointed official before you this morning. Cover them with your blood. Protect them, God. I pray that you, Father, would cover their minds, God. Let them have a healthy dose of the fear of God to know that you are still the answer, the way, the truth, and the life. Dear God, may they give their hearts to you, Father. May they seek your face and call upon your name. 
Dear God, I pray for every first responder that you, Father, would protect them as they go out to do their job, that none would be fearful, Father, of each encounter that they have with the public, but they, Father, would know that they have been anointed and appointed to do and to serve, and those whose hearts are evil and wicked, who hide bigotry and hatred in their heart, who plot vengeance in their heart, would you uncover their evil in their heart, remove them from their place of authority, dear God, would you expose them at every turn. I pray for the children of those who have lost their life, God. Would you protect them and heal them and soothe their hurt and their pain? I pray for the children of those men that were gunned down. Would you protect them, Father? Would you be a father to the fatherless, dear God, in the name of the Lord? I pray for the four-year-old girl who was in the backseat of that car as that young man was gunned down. Would you, dear God, heal her that she would not have a, a, a wound, but that she would have a scar of the power of God that says this is what the Lord has done for me. He has healed me and he has delivered me. Save her dear God in the name of the Lord. We pray God that no door be open for terrorism in the heart of black men who are angry but that they use that father as a means to seek their God and to turn it into uh, what you would have them to do. That they rise up and be the fathers in their home, the leaders in their community, the examples to their children Father, that vengeance would not take hold in their life, that evil would not reign in their heart, but that they, Father, would use that energy toward that which is positive and good and godly in the name of the Lord. I pray for every prophetic voice that you would cause the prophet to arise in this nation and in this world, that we would speak as oracles of God, not be ashamed or afraid of the people's faces, dear God, not to be ashamed of your word or afraid of the faces of those to whom you send us to speak, that we would speak boldly as an oracle of God, that we, Father, would proclaim your truth even to power, that we would not cower, Father, in wondering what would men and women think of us, but that we would open our mouths and speak what you have given us to say and do what you have commissioned us to do. We pray, dear God, for America. Would you, God, bring us back to the cross of Christ, that we would acknowledge you again as Lord. Forgive us for the laws that we have passed. Forgive us for the rulings that we have passed. Forgive us, dear God, that we have thought that we knew a way that is better than your way. Would you forgive us for thinking we can govern and lead ourselves, God, and not acknowledge you in all of our ways? Forgive us and wash us and cleanse us and try us again, dear God. Have your way in our life. Be merciful unto us. Shed your grace and your love and your life upon us. I pray for every boy and girl. None of them would be afraid of the police officers. None of them would be afraid to be police officers, God, that you, Father, would give them godly parents that would raise them up in the fear and the admonition of our God. I pray, God, that you put parenting back in the homes, that you put leadership back in the church, that you put faith back in the hearts of men, dear God. We thank you for binding the hand of the devil that comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Where there was confusion, would you bring light? Where there was anger, would you put love? Where there was rebellion, would you put obedience? God, where there was bigotry and hatred and fear, would you put the power of God and the power of love and a sound mind in the name of the Lord, where there was vengeance, would you put love, dear God, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we cast down every wicked thought and imagination that would exalt itself against the knowledge and the truth of our God, and we speak peace over this nation, peace over every leader, peace over every first responder, peace over every man, woman, boy, 
boy and girl. Let the church of God arise and take the authority and the dominion that you have given unto us. Forgive us for having been preoccupied with bigger buildings and bigger ministries and worrying about denominations and racism, God. Would you cause us to arise, dear God, and focus on that which you have called us to do. Let us read the vision that you have given to us that has been written down and get back to doing what you have called us to do. Forgive us for having left our post. Forgive us for having spoken hopelessness in a world where you are the hope of our salvation. Forgive us for having given up. Forgive us for having thrown in the towel. Forgive us for having sat down on our seat, Father, and refused to move when you told us to go. Dear God, hallelujah, would you cause us to arise and speak truth to power, to declare your word, to decree your your statutes over this nation, and to know that you are Lord and you are God and there is nothing too hard for you. Would you hear this prayer and heal this land and deliver this people in the name of the Lord. We break down silos of religion and denomination. We break down silos of and barriers of, of racism. Would you have your way? Would you deliver? Would you make free, Father? And would your name, as your name is exalted, would you let all men know that you are God? And we decree and declare that you are God and you are Lord and you will be exalted. The enemy is defeated and you are exalted. Arise up, O God, and let your enemies be scattered in the precious name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We lift this prayer. We count it as done. And we know, dear God, that you shall prevail. Let God be true and every man be a lie. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. We challenge every one of you to seek the face of God, to be an intercessor, to stand in the gap, to make up the hedge. When they ask you, what shall we do? What can we do? What must we do? Would you give them the response according to the scriptures? Would you let them know there is still power in prayer? God is alive and he can do anything but fail. Do not let your hearts fail for fear. Do not be afraid. God is with you. God is with you and he has said unto you fear not this nation is in a state of emergency and we are under siege but we will not be defeated we will not give in we will not cower we will not surrender this is a supernatural war but we have weapons of warfare that are not carnal they are mighty through God and greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world we come in the name of the Lord, and we will slay every giant that comes to defy the very name of our God in Jesus name. May you go forth in power and in the might of our God, and may you do great exploits showing the world that God is alive. Thank you for tuning in. You have been listening to Twyla Southall and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? For information on this program, on how you can subscribe to or access previous podcasts of this broadcast, visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Until next time.